Man. So it's been 50 episodes now? Hmm. Thank you for tuning in. Let me run an intro. Thanks for tuning in to the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lonoso. Keys to Gems fearlessly goes after a better understanding of every topic discussed. I hope you enjoy listening and take something away from each episode. And if nothing else, always know there is nothing we should fear discussing and understanding better. With that said, let's get to it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the 50th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. Wow, I can't believe it's been 50. Hmm. Pretty cool, if I must say so myself. I hope you that you have enjoyed the ride. I hope that you have found this podcast to be informative. I'm going to break up this episode into two main parts because it's a couple of things going on in the world that I think we need perspective on and I believe I can provide some perspective and context that would be helpful I also want to get into a little bit more about me because I talk about me and I give a little bit of background but I don't really open up too much so that's going to be the second topic me on this 50th so the first thing it's not really a housekeeping thing it's more of a Well, this is just what the world is right now. So obviously, Palestine and Israel still firing back and forth. A lot of people are blaming Hamas, the Palestinian force that are firing on Israel. And then some people are finally starting to see what we have built in saying we, America, in sending weapons and millions and billions of dollars literally, to Israel. See, Israel wasn't always a state. Israel actually got birth out of the war. The UN did, the United Nations did a bit of a land grab and allowed the Jewish people to have a settled place. So a lot of times you might hear a two-state solution and how it is or is not working. Well, the two-state solution really isn't a two-state solution. The Jewish people were given an area in Palestine, and they kept expanding and expanding and expanding. So it's kind of hard to imagine if you, a lot of people, honestly, and this isn't like a dig at folks, this is just what it is. A lot of people can't point to Israel on a map. And it's not like a huge country. It's not like a Russia was just sprawling all over uh, almost a whole continent of Asia or taking up a great portion of the Middle East. But it does bring to mind something that happened not that long ago. Many might remember how Russia went into Ukraine and just occupied it. They're like, okay, this is ours now. Now, when that happened... A lot of people were up in arms against Russians saying, this is post-World War II. How can you invade another country and just take it? Well, with the support of the UN and America, that's kind of what Israel did to Palestine. 
See, Palestine is a country. Palestinian people have the right to be upset. I said this on one of my social media platforms earlier this week, or I'm sorry, late last week. I stated that if the Native American folks had the, had the weaponry that Palestine does, America would be in the same type of fight because they just took over. And some may know that Benjamin Netanyahu, the guy that's in charge of Israel, and you can't see me using air quotes, but in charge of Israel, is making the shots and he's defending shooting into Palestine. So it's kind of, it's a lot of people think it's a very complicated or fluid problem. I'm not sure if I can agree with that. And the reason I can't really agree with that, because Palestine had their shit taken. Palestine said, we want our shit back. Israel said, nah, we go keep taking your shit. And now it's a problem. And the problem has persisted since the 1960s, I want to say. Yes, it is 2021. But the problem has persisted that long. So this two-state solution isn't really a two-state solution. It's a one-state, some other folks trying to do what America did, colonize. So I mentioned the Russia taking over Ukraine thing. It's sometimes forgotten that nothing is really new. But when people were basically going after Russia and talking so negatively about them, and I don't think they're, they have great leadership, but I'm not saying they're angels or anything. But when you go after Russia, you have to think, well, what have we done? We have played checkers with, not chess, we have played checkers with so many countries and just made people kings. That's what, when they say a change of leadership, that means that they're either going to be killed by their own people, Gaddafi, when he gave up nukes, or, and, or Saddam Hussein, or they're going to be moved out of power when they start disagreeing with us. Now, I'm not saying America is bad for that, because sometimes things happen. Sometimes you do have horrible leaders that kill people, that kill journalists, that kill average people for just speaking against the country, speaking their mind. Which is still funny to me how some people get like they hate the government or don't trust our government or think the government is full of shit, but they don't understand it's our laws that allow us to say that out loud, that we won't be persecuted for speaking our mind against the government. But anyway, that's that's already been discussed and by many people, including myself. So this multi-state solution and this multi-state circumstance that we have going on in Palestine slash Israel, I not only feel for them, but I also am reminded that sometimes you have situations that are made to be as bad as they are by other people. Meaning the United States helped make this issue. They, they created this problem. And so for that, I like to say, please stay informed. And when you are maybe taking sides or looking at an issue, understand it's, it's a few different angles, obviously, you could take from it. But just think about what we have done as a nation. 
And as many problems as we might have, there's still so much that we can do better as far as international relations. And we certainly do not have the place to, or we sure, we certainly don't have the, uh, the moral high ground in this situation. Because look what we did all over the world. People look at the continent of Africa and see that Europe and Great Britain, the UK, England, carved up that continent, just stripping it for its valuable resources, whether it be diamonds, which is, I don't know how people pay money for diamonds. It's, it's one that's not that rare, but it's just fucking carbon. Anyway, or different uh, elements like oil and things like that. Well, we've done the same thing in the Middle East. And there's a good book if you ever want to read is Blowout by Rachel Maddow. It actually breaks down how the petroleum industry, oil and gas, Anywhere that they go, there's usually some type of issue with power and money. And there's somebody that's really getting fucked over. It's a good book. Again, the name of it is Blowout. It's available. Not that expensive. Anyway, I had to share those those last and kind of leftover thoughts on the Palestine and Israel situation because it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate to see it so much in our face. But again, with someone such as myself, I take in a lot of information. So I, I see it a little bit more than others. But when you start seeing people or start seeing the hashtags kind of fall down and stop or stop seeing them on the Instagram post, please understand it's still going on. Please understand they're suffering. And then sometimes... It's because of what we've done as America, as Americans. All right, let me get into the second topic. So for the second part of episode five zero, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of background on yours truly. I Some people think I have a awesome story i just think it's a good story i mean it's not all it's not, it's not bad or anything it's just i lived it so it's less impressive i guess first person anyway so i was born and raised in detroit now born being born and raised in detroit you have certain things that come with that in my opinion and i was discussing this with a couple of friends actually recently at different times one thing is an appreciation for music another thing is you kind of have a different you kind of it's your country just just say it how i feel you're, you're kind of country like people think motor city and a big city well michigan is kind of country anyway raised by my moms and i have a great appreciation for parents single parents mothers ladies because of who I was raised by and I love her dearly something that helped me out early on was growing up with my mom raising me to appreciate the value of communication so I didn't have anyone to talk to I don't recall having imaginary friends what I did I just fell into things I, I fell into 
of politics and news, I fell into music. Music is actually my first love. And I, I appreciate life the way I do. And I've seen life and I've experienced life through those various lenses. So being a police officer, it was different. Because I was a police officer after Rodney King, which some people may remember, after Malice Green, a guy in Detroit, I discussed that in an earlier episode of the podcast, after the 68, yeah, 68 riots in Detroit, race riots, I, I was a police officer in a field where I was very aware that as a black man, I had not only to do the job, but I had to do the job properly. I had to do the job in a way to bring honor to my people. So it wasn't just that I was wearing a badge and I was just arresting people, writing tickets or anything. I was trying to do it in a stand-up way to bring credit to my people because sometimes you don't always get that. You don't always get the benefit of the doubt as a black person or as a brown person. But I wanted to do the job in a manner that provide that kind of that chance that somebody can, that would see, wow, this dude is actually doing it the right way. So I'm very aware that people don't like the police. I have grown a huge dislike for people that do it wrong. I also have to find myself, I should say I find myself critiquing when I, how I watch the news and how I consume it because I think first, would I do it that way? Like when you see somebody like the gentleman shot in Chicago with his hands up, caught on the body cam, when you see Trayvon Martin, how that was investigated. When you see people like George Floyd, I have a very unique perspective because I actually did the job. And I did the job before tasers and everything. It was just pepper spray, some type of baton if you, or a collapsible baton called an ASP if you qualify with it. I didn't carry one. And your pistol. And I was in Detroit at one time, which for real was the murder capital of the world. Like for real, for real. Like people throw that around and put it in songs, but for real, Detroit was that place for a bit. So I don't understand, especially now when I see the behavior of some officers caught on tape. But that that kind of gives you a clue to why I talk about it the way I do. Because I was there. After the police, I was a soldier. Two deployments to the Iraq, as we said. And I got to see many things in combat. Got to see, obviously, the side of combat, never gunfights or anything like that. Nothing like Black Hawk Down. Those were some, man, they went through it, through it. But, and nothing like we were soldiers. But I got to see my fair share of conflict. I also got to see people living in blown up buildings, people killing strays like cats and dogs for food. I got to see the price of war firsthand. Like 
at hold your hand up in front of your face. I was that close to it. So when I say I have an appreciation for how things play out overseas, I have an appreciation again, but I, but I also make sure that I see it through the lens. And I, I sometimes it's almost a, a conflicting feeling. Like I want us to be successful in any military engagement, but I know the cost. And because I know the cost, I have to make sure that I make decisions in support or articulation of support or critique based on my truest form of existence, my truest form of thought in that moment. I can't just say, yeah, fuck America, America. Yeah, let's go shoot some freedom at them and spread democracy. Mm -mm. I know the cost of it. And I also know the cost of it because I've brought from war some bad dreams that I will not get into here. I have brought back from war the feelings that you have to carry around with PTSD. I mean, stuff as simple as going to the store, it ain't simple as going to the store for me. It never is. As simple as going to the gym, and I go there every day, it's a calculation that goes on in my mind every single day and how to handle myself. Every single day, y'all. So, when I speak on certain things, now you may understand, I know it's 50 episodes in, like, wow, you could have told us this is episode one or so. <laughs> but when I speak on things, it's, it's through those lenses. Then post-Army did the college thing, and I honestly, I, I'm glad that I went through college when I did because I appreciate it more. Like, I can, you can see the immaturity in people. And this is not a knock against them. I mean, they were living their age. You could see those that have been sheltered. You would see those that are almost in shell shock about the amount of work. But it's really not a lot of work. But it seems like a lot of work. Because it's your first time, like, you only got class, let's say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But so you would think, well, I got uh, two days to do it. No, but you got a lot of work to do, according to some. But again, I appreciate those little nuances because of the time I went through it. So as I told you guys at the beginning of this thing in before episode one, I've lived a life that has allowed me to see many things, have perspective on different things, and also give what I think is a good version of context or presentation to information that I present. So that's me, Lone Oso, the lone bear, just me by myself. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. I also hope that you understand that I'm doing this because I actually do give a damn about these subjects that I that I speak about, and I, I hope that you do too. And I hope that it provides some better understanding and some enlightenment, I guess. With that said, this has been the 50th, wow, damn, I'm saying it. This has been the 50th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. I am your host, 
Bonoso. I'll see you next time.